Sox. White Sox. Go, go, White Sox. Let's go, 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 White Sox. We're with you all the way. You're always in there fighting and you do your best. We're glad to have you out here in the Middle West. We're gonna root, 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 White Sox. And cheer you on to victory. Love the song. I want to hear the whole thing. Uh, joining us now is Gene Honda. How are you, Gene? I love Captain Stubby. I'd like to hear the whole song, too. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Are you well? I'm well. I'm fine. well, you know, physically well. Yes. Yes, and you've been uh, staying at home and uh, obeying all the uh, the mandates. Staying at home, wearing a mask when I go out across the street to the pizzeria, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things like that. Well, very good. You've been behaving yourself. Uh, one of uh, Chicago's most recognizable voices as the public address announcer for the White Sox since 1985, the Blackhawks yep. since 2001. You've been a fixture wow, yeah. at the Final Four since 2010. 2003. 2003. Oh, my. Yeah. My goodness. Yep. This would have been my 18th Final Four. Wow. And how was? How did you feel when it was canceled? Well, probably not as disappointed as the players. And there are even more players this year that could have participated because uh, this year in Atlanta, they were also going to hold the championships for the Division Two and Division Three schools as well. Uh, yeah, disappointed. I mean, I, I like traveling to be able to do things like that, and it would have been fun to go to Atlanta. I've got some friends there I was looking forward to seeing. But uh, we're all in the same boat, so it's not like I'm the only one who didn't get to go. Your schedule is normally relentless. How is it? <laughs> I mean, truly, how has it been for you to have all this time on your hands? So the terrible thing is that, yeah, normally I'm busy, and I normally like it that way. But at the same time, you know, you're so busy that when you get home, uh, you have a tendency to just take some of the materials that you had and just stick it in a file folder someplace. Well, lo and behold, over the last few weeks, I've had a chance to go through some of those files and throw some things away and and actually properly file some of those things, <laughs> which is really a good trick. <laughs> Are you a very organized person? I mean, it, it, because you travel Apparently so... not. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe because you travel so much that everything, you kind of always have a, you know, a, an overnight bag ready to go? No, no, not that much. But, I mean, uh, I, I definitely am guilty of having a lot of neat piles of stuff. <laughs> and uh, what I was trying to avoid was, uh, during this period, was just moving from one one stack to another. I don't think that's what organization is supposed to do. Have you noticed that you have been going through stages or phases as uh, this, you know, stay-at-home order has been extended? Well, a little bit. I mean, at first, we didn't know how long it was going to last. And at first, we are hoping that a week or two from now or from then, uh, you're able to get up and get going again. And then I think it was week three when I decided to go through this uh, massive excavation, otherwise known as cleaning my office. So, yeah, it it, it goes in stages. And well, luckily, or in my case, unfortunately, 
Uh, I'm still at a stage where I could still use another week of, of work at <laughs> <in> my office. <laughs> I think you're still going to be able to get it. Um, you know, so many people just devastated that um, March Madness was canceled. And, of course, um, now all of sports being canceled. It, but it's also your livelihood. Not only do you love it, but it is your life's work. How has it been for you? How have you been coping? It's been fine in the sense that, again, you, you know you're not the only one. And earlier this evening, I had a nice Zoom conference with a whole group of friends. And, and that's who you miss seeing. You know, you miss the games, but you really miss seeing a lot of your coworkers. We have fun. We call each other names. Uh, we also get <laughs> together for what would be considered a family dinner uh, before each game. You miss those things. And uh, in many ways, I think that's what hurts more than anything else. You miss working. Sure, it'd be nice to to earn some money, but at the same time, uh, over all these years, and, and because so many of them have been there so many years, I mean, there was there were two of them that were on the Zoom call tonight that have been with the White Sox since 1984 or maybe even earlier. So, I mean, they were there before I was, so uh, they're more the gray beards of the group than I am. Well, you mentioned earning money. Are you an independent contractor? If you don't do the games, you don't call the games, you don't get paid for it? No, yeah, you don't don't show up, you don't get paid, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that makes things a little tough. But uh, at the same time, like I said, uh, you realize you're not the only one. And, and there's a whole group of people uh, outside of the, even in our building, uh, outside of our scoreboard crew that are in the same position. So, you know, you haven't got time to feel sorry for yourself. You have to go back to the file cabinet and you look at another file. That's the crazy thing. When you start thinking about all the people that are affected when a game isn't happening, you realize, I mean, it's just a massive ecosystem of people that are interconnected. Yeah, it's going to be fun when we get back. I I hope when we get back, we're at a point where we can have fans, although I'm not sure that's going to happen in that particular order. Uh, But like I said, you know, three weeks ago, we weren't sure when we were coming back. We're still not sure. And, uh, uh, we're looking forward to it as much as anyone. Well, you beat me to the punch. That was going to be my next question. When do you think we're going to be back? Do you think that this baseball know. thing in no Arizona is going you to happen know. without the fans? I guess the only prediction I can make is it'll be warm weather. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say, yeah. And are we still expecting snow tonight, by the way? Yes, I, am, I think so. Pretty sure. Okay. Okay. In a way, that's good. <laughs> so it'll be warm when we get back. That's fine. <laughs> So you're not holding out hope that this um, no fans and games happening in Arizona is, is on the immediate? Oh, I have no idea. I, okay. I don't know. I mean, you know, the nice thing for me is, and that's why traveling is so much fun for me, is that uh, a, a, such a great majority of things that I do, whether it's for public television, for the White Sox, or for the Blackhawks, it's all here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's some travel for public television. Again, that's fun. But... At the same time, it's it, it's all here, and uh, if I had if I had my choice, I'd, I'd like to stay here. But if not, you know, we'll, going to Atlanta for the Final Four is fun. So, <laughs> wherever, wherever, well, we'll get to have some fun one of these days. Well, you mentioned that day when finally everyone's going to be able to really enjoy that game. Do you think it's going to be different on the other side of this? Do you think people will be hesitant to come to games? What do you for What do you foresee? I don't know. I mean. It, in the same sense, I think uh, all of us who work there, too, uh, have to ask that question. And uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, everyone else is going to be asking the same question. 
So whether you're going to your office or whether we're going to the booth to be able to make fun of Andy Mazur, I mean to go see Andy <laughs> Mazur, uh, <laughs> one of those two, I forget which now. We love um, Andy. <laughs> I heard my old friend Ernie, Ernie on one of the commercials a few minutes yes, ago. Yes, uh-huh. um, we love Ernie too. But, see, um, and Cobalt's not too far from where I live, so I may have to go visit them for hand sanitizer too. Yes. Um, no, I, well, we all have the same concerns, and I'm sure they're going to address those. Uh, but there's so much time. We don't know yet. And we're still a ways away from being able to, to find out. So sit back, relax, and uh, figure out how to, in my case, figure out where I put the vacuum cleaner and how to use the dark thing. Gene, you really need some help. I can tell. Oh, yeah. Oh. Some help, like a, organ, a professional organizer, I think, maybe. Oh, I thought you did a different kind of help. Because no, a lot no. Of people on that Zoom conference earlier were saying the same thing. <laughs> well, you graduated from U of I. And yeah. you started, yeah, <laughs> you started, you were planning to be an engineer? That was, that was years before I got, I shouldn't say trapped. I trapped myself um, in, into radio. But yeah, that, that was my original intention. My father was an architect. So um, staying in sort of that line of, of profession was supposed to be the path. And then about a year into it, after my freshman year, I'm going, I don't think this is for me. So uh, we took a different route. Well, we're going to find out a lot more about uh, Gene Honda and whether his father was disappointed with his decision to leave engineering (laughs) and more childhood stories. And uh, we're going to ask him about his favorite games that he's ever called. All that you can call in, too, and ask him a question. 312-981-7200. A lot more with Gene Honda coming up. Talking baseball, Benura and Big Ed, Sox baseball, Colin Chalk and Ted, Cuccinello, Jimmy Dykes, and Nick Altrock, Horton Lee, cast my public address announcer for the White Sox since 1985, the Blackhawks since 2001, fixture at the Final Four since 2003, an incredibly accomplished man, Gene Honda, although he set out initially to be an engineer. And what was that like to tell your father, who's an architect, that you were going to go into radio? That wasn't the most pleasant conversation I ever had with my father, Uh, (laughs) uh, or my mother, for that matter, by the way. Uh, Neither of them were were happy with it, and I think they were even less happy when uh, their idiot son decided to wander into the radio station on uh, down on campus. But uh, <laughs> by the way, our scoreboard director may have to contact you because I'm not sure that we have a copy of Talking Baseball, the White Sox version. Oh, really? Well, that, that that was impressive. Thank you for that. Well, producer Jasmine will be happy to help out. She's a very resourceful <laughs> producer. See, I like this. That, um, that was very good. So, what, I mean, when you, did you ever imagine that your life, was this your dream to be where you are right now? No, not even close. No, 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 no. There was no way that I even imagined that this would happen. There was no way that I would ever have thought that that this was the direction I was going in. Um, I could probably be accused of taking the path of least resistance (laughs) because... It worked uh, out. It sort of, it sort of just went this way. Mm Mm-hmm. So and, I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm just lucky that people kept calling and saying, "Hey, would you be interested in doing this? Would you be interested in doing this?" And uh, luckily, it just it, it just kept happening that way. Well, we've got Pablo on the line. Hi, Pablo. This is G. How are you? 
Hi there, I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. What is your question, sir, for Mr. Gene Honda? First of all, I'm a huge Gene Honda fan. And the, the question that I would have is whether it's a, a pre-recorded music or organ music, what is your favorite song to hear at the ballpark? You're going to hate this answer, because I know I do. <laughs> uh, no, I actually like this answer now that I think of it. Um, whatever works. And I know that sounds awfully simplistic, but whatever works. And if it gets the crowd up, if it gets things moving around there and adds a little excitement to the moment, I'm all for it. Well, I was going to ask Pablo whether he liked that answer or not, but he hung up. I hope he, I don't know if he did, Gene, because he hung up on us. I think that was a very disappointing answer you just gave Pablo. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Pablo, but I mean... (laughs) Uh, so, sometimes you, you know. Sometimes you have to try things two or three times, even mm-hmm. to see if it works. Right. I mean, there's you know, sporting events, but whether it's it's how we do things or when we do things, uh, there's a lot of experimentation, and, and and that's kind of the fun of the of the behind the scenes game as well. <laughs> well, do you get help with the pronunciation? Do you get? I mean, do you ask? talk to the players like how do you decide exactly what sort of rhythm and cadence how you're going to approach well, you know, the bad rule of thumb that i've always had is that is try not to bother the players because i don't get there that early in the sense you know a lot for a baseball game you know players start arriving as early as noon for, mm. for a night and um what i do is work through uh either team's pr department to be able to get that answer and uh for college basketball, it's even uh, more important to ask the PR people because in college basketball, uh, they put out a, a pronunciation guide for their school. Okay. Wow. But what's funny is when it, it changes mid-season, and <laughs> all of a sudden what you had printed and what you studied for a day or three, uh, all of a sudden changes. So it's best to ask the sports information directors or the PR people because they're the ones who have more contact with them. Uh, I'd rather not bother them when they're in the batting cage going, hey, how do you say your name? Yeah, that's probably a bad idea. This is a question from the 847. They admit that this might be a silly question, but no question is a bad question to ask. So, Gene, I'm going to ask it. Uh, From the 847, are you related to the automobile name in any way? Ah, I wished. (laughs) I wished. I I can tell you my car is older than uh, 2019 uh, by about a decade. Uh, So, no, I wish I was. Uh, I've, I've had that wish ever since. Well, when I was growing up, they didn't make cars. Uh, they made yeah, those right. wonderful little uh, air-cooled scooters. And uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I will say this: I do drive a Honda. You do? Well, yeah. You, you really do. That's a, that's fantastic and very practical it's, too. By the way, it's it's very practical, and and, and luckily I've had this car for over twelve years. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, it had to be very exciting to do what you were doing here in Chicago. I mean, you were breaking barriers in lots of ways, too. I mean, there wasn't somebody that looked like you doing what you were doing. Well, I, you know, I, I never think of that. I, it, it's it's one of those things that uh, if you get hired for a job, you say thank you and you, and you show up for the job. I, I, I don't know that I've really done that. I know I haven't done that consciously. Mm-hmm. Um 
at certain times you you, you become aware that yeah uh, yes I am an Asian American face and uh, uh, that also takes on certain responsibilities mm-hmm. and you're mindful of that you're very conscientious about that and then sometimes you also have to have fun with that mm-hmm. and you have a little fun at your own expense so it, it, it's it's a responsibility but you also get to get to play with it a little bit. What's been the best gig you've ever had, as in the best game you've ever called, or the most memorable Ooh. one, and the toughest gig you've ever had? You know, it might be the same one. As much as I love all the championships that we've been able to have here in Chicago, uh-huh. um, having gone to the University of Illinois, I was very lucky to do the PA for the game up in Rosemont, where Illinois was playing Arizona. Wow for the regional finals to get to the final four in 2005. And that was exciting as all heck. And it was also nerve wracking because I had to be impartial. (laughs) Uh, When you're, when you're doing those games, you have to be impartial. And the NCAA people are there. They send people from the home office to every playoff game, to every one of the tournament games. And I, I know those people, and I'm going, okay, now I really have to behave. And the true story is that, you know, under five minutes left in that game, we were down 15 points. And I looked up and thought, we're going to mess this up, aren't we? And I thought, no, no. Focus on the game. Focus on your job. And I did. And I was so tunnel-visioned in. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea why the building was moving when I said <laughs> three-point basket by Darren Williams. Really? And I looked up and said, I said, they tied this. When the heck did we tie this? Oh. <laughs> and then you have a different feeling. You Okay, now you really better buckle down. <laughs> so that was the most exciting. That was also the most nerve-wracking. I was going to ask you about your nerves. I mean, do you still get jitters and excited? Do you, what, What's your yeah. ritual? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. If I don't, I get nervous. Because if you don't, if you aren't a little scared, if you aren't a little nervous going into that, you, it, it means you don't. You may not care. And you have to have that feeling. You have to be a little nervous. Uh, it, it means you care, and it also gives you a little edge. And that edge can be a fun thing to have in the sense that it keeps you careful. It means I'm not going over this line right here, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it keeps you, keeps you from crossing over. And clearly, you still love every minute of it. Every bit of it. Whether it's the stuff that, that the fans get to hear or the fun we get to have behind the scenes. And like I said, um, having the Zoom conference with those people uh, takes a lot of the Anxiety, I guess, is the word out of, you know, what we've all had to go through in the last few weeks. Uh, It's a ton of fun. And there's a lot of name calling. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that just adds to the entertainment, of course. (laughs) The only bad thing was I couldn't have my cocktail with tonight's Zoom conference because I knew I was coming on with you. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. Don't worry. My pleasure. Well, it's sort of my pleasure. Uh, you can have one next Thursday. We'll do it. You can have one in two minutes. Um, from the two six two, this is a question for you. Which player was your favorite to introduce? Oh, I don't know. I think 
I, you know what? I, I wish I could remember who the first player I ever did was from the little White Sox game. I don't know who that is. I don't remember. Uh, that, too, was a nerve-wracking day, and uh, I was glad to get through it. And it was probably that one. Well, um, who's your favorite person to work it, with? Oh, I don't know. I, I You know, I'm very <laughs> lucky. All the people I work with, uh, whether it's the Blackhawks, the White Sox, DePaul, uh, you know, pick a – They've been very, very, very good to me, and and um, hopefully, you know, what person is going to be my favorite is the one that I get to work with tomorrow. That's uh, a good whenever answer. tomorrow comes. If you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? You think, Gene? Oh, I have no idea. I'm so grateful for doing this because I don't know, and and the options probably aren't as much fun as this. And maybe I would have been an engineer. I don't know. Um, but having gotten out of that, I, you know what I was studying when I when I was last in school was real estate finance. And um, if you ask me anything, anything about what I was studying then back then, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I mean that that's how much this has changed over, and and, and that's how much my uh, my attention has gone towards. Well, I'm going to leave you with this comment from the six three zero. Hi, G. Question for Gene. Would you consider yourself an extrovert because you seem so reserved? <laughs> no. No. I mean, and I hate to say this on a radio station, but I think a lot of radio people who started in radio are more introverted. And uh, broadcasting becomes a way for them to be able uh, to find an outlet for themselves. And uh, once again, in that regard, I got very lucky and found myself an outlet. And there it is. Boy, we're glad you did. And Gene, if there was one word that you hope that people would describe you as, what would that one word be? I don't know. Um, That's three words. (laughs) I know. Uh, For right now, just happy. Well, you sound happy. And we're glad you are. And we can't wait for the day that you make us happy again, too. And you're back at work, okay? Can you give me any ammunition so the next time I see Andy Mazur, I've got something in my back pocket? <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I mean, I think right now he's really doing whatever his girlfriend wants him to do, right? Oh, well, there we go. Right there. That's a good so one. For <laughs> Thanks for talking with us, Gene. Take care. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.